At Watermark Community Church, we're reading the Bible together and learning about how a bunch of smaller stories point to one big, true story. The story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Welcome to Join the Journey, Junior. Hi, everyone. It's Ben. So far, we've heard stories about God doing big things to keep his promises to the Israelite people. Most recently, we learned about God providing for all their needs in the wilderness, giving them the Ten Commandments and the tabernacle so he can be near his chosen people. It had been a whole year since they were freed from slavery in Egypt, and God gave Moses instructions to write down the names of all the men over the age of 20 that would be able to go to war. Wait, what? Didn't they just escape Egyptian soldiers chasing them the previous year? Why are they preparing for war? That's a great question. And the answer is that God was guiding them through the wilderness to the land that he promised them. But there were people already living in that land doing things that did not honor the Lord. So the Israelites would need to be ready to, with the Lord's help, go to war driving those people out. Moses and Aaron did as instructed, and the number of men they recorded came to be 603,550 men. Do any of you remember the story of God promising Abraham and Sarah a son? How did Sarah respond to God's promise? She laughed. But friends, look at how God kept that promise. Abraham and Sarah were an elderly couple with no children, but God had now created a whole nation of people from that one son he promised them. They had over 600,000 men ready for battle, but that number did not include the Levites or priests that were responsible for the tabernacle or women, children, and men under the age of 20. So the actual number of people in their camp was likely over 2 million people. That's enough people to fill Cowboys Stadium 25 times. God was not surprised by how many of them there were, and he knew they would need some help organizing themselves. First, he had Moses and Aaron appoint a leader for each of the 12 tribes someone they could trust to share important updates about their plans, as well as trust to handle issues that came up within their tribe. Without the help of those leaders, it would have been very hard to lead that many people all at once. Let's talk through an example really quick. Imagine your playground at school, full of kids running around, having fun, but the bell just rang for recess day, and there are no teachers to help you line up and get inside. Do you think the kids would just line themselves up? No, I don't think they would either. So just like your need for teachers to help you line up and get back to class after recess, the Israelites needed leaders to help them go where they needed to go. Next, God instructed Moses and Aaron about how the camp should be arranged. He told them where each tribe would camp as well as the order the tribes would walk as they traveled. Whether they were camping or traveling, one thing was always the same. The tabernacle was always in the center. That way, it was always at the center of everyone's attention and 
Since it was the most important part of the camp, it was always the best protected. Their camp was arranged with the Levites or priests camping right up against the tabernacle, so they could guard the tabernacle from wanderers and protect their Israelite friends from mistakenly going into the tabernacle and getting hurt. Outside the Levites' camps were the rest of the tribe's camps, three tribes camping on each of the four sides of the tabernacle. But why tell everyone where they were supposed to camp and how they were supposed to travel? Friends, it's the same reason God had Moses and Aaron appoint leaders of the tribes. Without that clear standard, the people would live in chaos and it would be hard to travel as one united group. Let's think about our playground example again. Kids are running around. The bell rings for recess to end. You do have teachers to help you line up, but those teachers have never been to this school and they have no idea where to line up or where your classrooms are. Do you think your classes would make it back to your classrooms? I mean, maybe, but it would be really hard. So just like your teachers needing to know where they should take you after recess, the Israelites needed to know where the various tribes should live. So God gave them that information. God took something that could have been very messy, chaotic, and stressful and made it into something that was clean, organized, and stress-free. God even broke down the job responsibilities for the Levite priests. He gave different groups of priests different jobs so each of them could be really excellent at their specific act of worship. All right, friends, let's review what we learned today with a few questions. Question one, do you remember why God had Moses counting the men ready to go to war? Question two, why did God tell the Israelites how to organize their camp? Question three, can you think of a time that felt really chaotic in your life? Talk with your parents about it. How has life felt since that chaotic time ended? The all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing creator of everything likes to bring order out of chaos. He did it in the creation story where he created everything out of nothing, and he did it in today's story too. Organizing how many people can go to war and reviewing where people should camp may seem boring at first glance, but behind all those details is a God that loved the Israelites and wanted the best for them as they continued traveling toward the promised land. There are plenty more stories about their travels through the wilderness, but remember, all these stories connect to make one big, true story. The story of God and His rescue plan through Jesus. Join us next time as we journey through the Bible together.